When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy fucking Weeds Day. It's your girl, Jessie Mae. This is the Sharp Tongue Podcast, Weeds Day special. We're going to start doing these every Wednesday. If you want video for the podcast, exclusive content, and Q&As and fun shit, join my club on Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Jessie Mae Peluso. To get all this exclusive content, join whichever club you prefer. We've got the Cannabis Christ crew. We've got holla for $2. We got high fivers. We have a whole bunch of different tiers and clubs you can join. You get free exclusive shit with every tier. And you get to become a part of my crazy club. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Please share the podcast. If you're enjoying it, leave us a little review and a rate. That helps the show. It helps us know what you guys are digging, how you're digging it, how you're loving it. I am... Oh, God. I don't. I don't even know what day it is. I honestly... I, I've lost count of the days. I don't know that I really care. I'm just kind of going with the flow. I'm kind of going with the flow here. Taking this quarantine time to slow the fuck down. But it's kind of hard, right? Because we got to make our money. We got to earn a living. We've got to persevere. So I have to remember to keep showing my ass for you guys and you gals. It's for everybody. I'm an equal opportunity ass fender. And by the way, those ass photos that I take are on Instagram. It is to raise awareness for Alzheimer's. There's a campaign that I've started called hashtag ass the number four in alts, A-L-Z, hashtag ass for alts. So if you click on that, you can get some information about Alzheimer's. Learn where to donate, uh, see a couple fun pictures and videos and just a little bit of a community and an attempt to raise awareness to a fucking brutal disease. And if you're out there and you're dealing with it, it's okay. I know how hard it is. You're going to get through it. And shout out to everybody in the Dead Dad Club. DDC for life, bitch. I actually might need to add a Dead Dad Club tier to the Patreon page. Just an exclusive tier. Maybe I'll play a voicemail from my dad for you guys in that special tier. Definitely for sure. Also... Because Rogan had such a good idea for me, I'm going to start doing bong and movie Mondays. Bam, bitch. You've already, uh, our first episode already dropped this past Monday, but you'll be able to listen to a movie companion episode every Monday. You'll also be able to see the video if you subscribe to Patreon. I will be videotaping myself watching movies every Monday. Movies that I love, classics, horror, comedy, some action films. If you guys have suggestions, please email them to sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. And if I pick your movie selection, I will give you a shout out on the podcast. So check that out. It's BAM, Bong and Movie Mondays, hashtag BAM on the interwebs. So I appreciate Joe Rogan for giving me that amazing idea. What a fucking great idea. I mean, the man obviously has great ideas. He's he's the leader of the pack. He is our Johnny Carson. He is our elk king. He is the damn enlightened monkey, and I am grateful for him. So I appreciate it. And if you guys are coming to me from uh, New Fanville, I don't even know what New Fanville is. I, I meant to say New Fans piling in from the Joe Rogan podcast, I appreciate you. Welcome to the craziness, to the Jesse mayhem, to outrageous. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. This is a new weekly show. Uh, well, not not the podcast, but we are starting to implement new episodes pretty much every day of the week. Wednesdays is going to be Weeds Day, so I'll be stoned as fuck. That's why my, my speaking is limited right now. We're going to do bong and movie Mondays. It just sounds like various ways and reasons for me to get stoned and to, to podcast. But I swear I'm not going to be stoned every day. Who cares? It's going to be bong and movie Mondays, bam Mondays. 
regular Sharp Tongue podcast on Tuesday. Wednesdays is going to be our hilarious episode featuring Weeds Day. Thursday, who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll dig into the archives and do some throwback episodes. Maybe I'll interview people from decades of, of our, our past. You know, I know a couple people who I've become friends with. I'm friends with Urkel, y'all. Andy has a name. It's Jaleel White, and he is just pleasant, hilarious, and a fun hang. Shout out to Jaleel. I can interview him. We can do just a couple fun throwback episodes, TBT episodes featuring some guests from the greatest era of our lives, the 80s and 90s, y'all. And Friday, we'll just do Fuck It Fridays. Who knows? But I'm excited for Bong and Movie Mondays and our hilarious Wednesdays and all the other days in between. Because now that we don't know what day it is, I think it's important that I give you guys more content so you can survive this thing. (laughs) And so I can survive it too. Who am I kidding? This isn't all just for you. I obviously need to survive too. I'm a human. I'm a human first and I'm an entertainer second. And, and those two things are, you know, they, they obviously need one of one another to survive, but I wake up, I'm a human. And then six seconds later, I'm an entertainer. It's, it's innate. It's, it's built into my blood, but I also need to be entertained. And during the quarantine movies and podcasts have gotten me through. And I said that uh, to Rogan as well. Like it was nice to be a fan and to like be entertained and to see it from the other side. And, and it's made me reassess what I'm putting out. It's made me want to put higher quality content out and to really connect with you guys more. And that's why I started the Patreon club that you can join and get more exclusive fun shit. And I'm able to do it and, and we can have fun and I can do creative things and put it there for you guys. So all the video from each episode will be available on that Patreon. And also... Uh, something fun that I've been doing on the side is that, damn, that was a loud ass breath. Did you guys hear that? (laughs) I don't have COVID. I wouldn't be able to breathe that strong. I am making custom videos on the Cameo app. If you don't know what Cameo is, it's a fun app where there are celebrities, uh, athletes, musicians, various people in the entertainment industry who create custom videos for their fans. So get Cameo on your phone. Go to Jesse May Peluso and order a custom video. You send me a message of what you want me to do and you send it to whoever you want. I've been having fun. I just wish somebody a happy birthday today. I've been encouraging pregnant mothers. I've been congratulating mothers who gave birth. I've been yelling at husbands and wives and screaming at bosses. (laughs) It's honestly been more fun having you guys allow me into your life than anything so go to cameo you can you can order a custom video for me and make it fun make it fun for me please make it fun for me you know i want to challenge the yelling at the boss is one of the more fun cameos that i've done and there are some creative situations out there make it fun you know make it make it so that i have to go oh man i don't know if i can do this and i don't mean like showing you my butthole that's not the type of girl I am. I'm not setting up an OnlyFans account. And I'm not hating on those girls. Do you? You know, if I if I could, like, emotionally pay my rent with my butthole, I would. I don't see anything wrong with that. And speaking of, I do have butthole candles available. So I guess uh, I am kind of paying my rent through my butthole. But my butthole smells really good. I have candles that smell like vanilla and leather beautiful candles if you go to jessiemay.com and you go to my store you can order my butthole candles they're so they smell so good and they're the kind of candles that men or women will like where it's just a little bit of sweet and a little bit of earth just like a butthole it doesn't smell like shit let me clarify it does not smell like shit but it smells good so go to jessiemay.com to order your butthole candle today and today We are going to be talking to one of my favorite stoner brothers from another mother. He's hilarious. He's got the High and Mighty podcast. He's got a whole bunch of podcasts. All he does is podcast. We both run MTV's Girl Code together. He was on MTV's Guy Code. He is so funny. He is a a force of nature. He is built for quarantine. He's just out in his front yard in his flip-flops, smoking a blunt, chatting up with his neighbors from six feet away. (laughs) 
and he decided to get stoned with me for a special hilarious slash happy weeds day episode of the sharp tongue podcast i hope you enjoy my interview with my dear friend mr john gabris sharp tongue podcast Beep, 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 You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie Peluso. Mays. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional i talk about my dog sometimes each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me yes we're doing it wow yeah uh two uh Real flakes trying to get together to do a podcast. <laughs> Look, Not it's, it's crazy when you have all the time in the world to organize all of that takes an extra feat. It fucks me up so bad. Like I, it, it's a Herculean effort for me to do literally anything at this point in my life. Like, <laughs> what have you been doing? Like, do you find it difficult to be in quarantine? No, I find it easy. I find it difficult to be remotely productive. Like I have one thing to do a day, like a podcast or like switch a light bulb and I can't even <laughs> fucking, it takes like all my motivation in the world to go for like a one and a half mile run. Like I just like build to it all day, do it. And then I'm like, yes, now I can just fuck around. <laughs> I, I've just been snacking like a son of a bitch. I've got a little fupa. And I, actually a gunt, I, I just learned what that was. Half gut, it, half cunt. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a grunt, but I was wrong. Ooh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's a really bad situation. <laughs> I've got one of those bad boys too. It's fucking quarantine. No one's coming out of here looking fucking shredded. No one's gonna be pissed about that. Gonna All of okay. our truth. I mean, you dudes, you guys have been living your truths for the most part, but women like that chris rock joke you know <laughs> we we have a lot of accessories that go come along with being a woman from a day-to-day -day basis and all of those serve quarantine i'm like just just count your roots like just look at your roots and see what's happening yeah, call you fucking pbs because you got pbs because girl she's got roots <laughs> <laughs> i like your vibe i like your look right now it How's looks that really for nice. solid yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, quarantine, quarantine suits me. I've been fat with messy hair and a beard, like for the last 15 years. So <laughs> everyone's going to come out of quarantine and looking like me. Yeah. <laughs> Every fat white dude. I have oh, it's very bright where you are. It's very, yeah, very can... bright. You know, it's yeah, the most my... professional. I'm in the high and mighty studios. Oh, that's right. You're high. We still have to do your high and mighty podcast. Hey, now that I know you have the ability to get on mic and do shit like this, well, uh, uh, we can make it happen. Happy Weeds Day. We're recording this on Weeds Day, everybody. Cheers. Cheers to you. Is that Wednesday? Yes. Is it Wednesday? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely Wednesday, but I'm just confirming Wednesday, <coughs> confirming Wednesday's Weeds Day. Yes, and I was confirming what day it is because I have been one of those people that wake up and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what day it is. Yeah, I... Uh, I can easily get like that in non-quarantine times. So it's, true. Uh, it's a cakewalk for me right now. So my wife will be like, what day is it? I'll be like, I don't even give a fuck. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> who cares? I have to talk to Jessamay at noon-ish and then another <laughs> meeting at three. And that's all I have to do all day. And I cannot fucking wait for it all to be done. <laughs> it's like, this will be the highlight of my day and I dreaded doing it and I'll be so happy when it's over and this will be the most fun I have all day. So, I'm, I'm broken in this quarantine. I want, my body wants to just be on the couch or in my chair playing video games. It doesn't want to do anything that requires thought or energy. And I think that maybe that that's what we need to do, you know, a little slowing down. Like a few people I've been talking to have been expressing how they've been slowing down a little bit and learning how to slow down. That's kind of what I should be doing is sort of embracing the slowdown because I'm like 
what comes with the slowdown for me is like a fucking mounting wad of guilt. Yeah. So if I can if I can remove the because it's from 15 years of this career where if it slows down I'm start getting broke. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm start wondering where how I'm going to pay rent and eat food. Um, but that's have, no way to live, you know. And I, I've been doing the same grind. Don't you think you're? Are you waking up from it a little bit, like I am, where I'm like, I'm going too hard, too long, and too fast. I, I my wife and I, this convers, uh, conversation has been coming up a lot because I'm like. When this is all over, I don't know if I want to be like on the road two weekends every month for the rest. Like, as a matter of fact, the main thing that this that I'm coming out of this is I granted I am a 38 year old married man. So I sh- for anyone who lives outside the cities, this is going to sound crazy. But- With a fox of a wife. You know, if you Google you, your wife comes up first. Of course, dude. She's probably the fucking number one person saying that. <laughs> Search up. <laughs> Keeping tabs on what everyone says about her. Uh, it's it's her and gay men who are like let me just see if this guy actually has a wife (laughs) let's see how beard like uh his wife is um but the uh we've been talking a lot about it and it feels like oh what what was i hustling oh sorry all the way back uh weeds day um i i really want a house now i don't want to live in an apartment anymore now and i and i'm starting to think like between zooming like this and how unimportant my career is, I could probably, <laughs> I could probably live forty-five minutes outside of LA and I afford a home. Say, I thought you were going to say you could only survive for another forty-five minutes on what you've saved and acquired <laughs> up to this point. Like, damn. No, luckily, uh, because of podcasting technology and. Uh, my wife works for a lovely indestructible corporation. Uh, we are articles. <laughs> no, uh, um, uh, media. So, uh, streaming. So we get to, uh, keep working so we could stay alive, but this really is making me point at all of my friends who don't live in LA. Uh, and then all of my wealthy friends who do live in New York and LA who have homes. God, Man. that shit hits. So, I mean, I, my apartment is a home. It's a beautiful, gorgeous apartment. I know not even a lot of people have that. So, uh, I'm very excited and privileged and all that jazz, but I want a fucking yard. I want a Yo. dishwasher. I want a grown up fucking life. Cause this is pointing at what if the next quarantine is 18 months, I need a fucking squat rack in my yard. I can't yes. go like this again. <laughs> I need a chicken coop. I need a yes, herb a garden. garden. Yeah, dude. Herb garden. Herb garden. Grow, grow my own fucking uh, live Zoot. rosin. <laughs> Zoot, zoots my goots in the backyard, bitch. This is how we know it's a quarantine. Jessime is holding up two roaches. <laughs> uh, clearly, like you have to be a little bit more scroungy in this time. I... You can't. You, you can't just toss those. Those got to stay in the ashtray, right? Another. Uh, here's a tidbit about me. I love roaches and they're all over my house and I don't, there's a good, uh, three, two and a half hits there. I hate wasting. I eat all my leftovers. I smoke my roaches right down to the fucking clip tip. It's just who I am. Like I was built for scavenging and being in quarantine because I can save, I can penny pinch. I know how to get by on a little bit, but man, I'm missing some sushi. Uh, I'm the same way, babe. That's how you know. That's how you know life is good when your main concerns are like uh, champagne problems. You know, where you're like, I just want to go to a restaurant. I just want someone else to make me a tequila cocktail. You know what I mean? And then you're like, okay, my life is good if that's my main concerns, right? It really is. Like this whole thing has made me realize the same thing. Where I want a home and I want like llamas. Not that that was what you said, but I mean, basically, it's what you said. That's what I heard. You want a yeah. backyard so you can put llamas back there. And I also, it's made me realize I want a llama with big, beautiful pits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want a llama with a nice. I want a rat. fucking stacked llama. <laughs> I mean, if I'm gonna have a llama, she might as well have fucking bombs, dude. <laughs> If I'm going to have to have a fucking llama, she might as well be a fucking smoke. If I'm going to have to have a llama, I want my wife to feel threatened. <laughs> yeah, I want my wife to be like, you spend a lot of fucking time with that llama. Out there. <laughs> You're like, yeah. That's where no do you shit. think we're getting my milk, sweetheart? <laughs> Why do you think I love the cereal? Because it's all that llama milk. I don't even know if llamas make milk. They must. They're mammals. Anyways. I, even if they can't, I can make them. I can get, <laughs> I can get milk 
out of them. <laughs> that I know. <laughs> and we were both before this working on uh, um, a podcast for Spotify. Hell yeah. It would have been a perfect time for it to be out. Right. It would be a perfect time for it to be out. But uh, it also was kind of germ heavy. Yes. <laughs> so like, maybe not uh, ideal for this timing. That's yes. what it's kind of weird. Is is smoking weed going to change? Are we all going to carry little glass filters in our uh, purses and be like, oh, you want to split a joint? So like, yeah, sure. Let me take out my little, pass it, put it in my filter and shit. Yes. If you want to smoke, if you want to get in the rotation, you better come with some sanitation. Like that's the only way you're going to get in. I like that. But our old rules will apply. You'll still blow smoke up my asshole for me, right? Yeah. yeah. We've been doing that for 10 years. I guess that's how we do it. I can't even, it doesn't even feel good to smoke anymore. I only like it. I almost just said, I only take it in the ass now, which is, you know, multiple meanings. That's, that's how you take it. Like the only way you're getting your blunt is if I boof it and I'm going to, yeah. boof. you're going to boof it, but I'm going to help you boof it. Yeah. Without you, there's no boofing. No, I'm the boofy. <laughs> you're the boofer. <laughs> what do you think about Trump telling us to boof bleach? Oh fuck, dude. I I listen to everything that dude says, so I'm ready. Do you I, really? I, I spread my asshole in the tanning salon. <laughs> There's a way we could get the UV lights into the body. That could be something we can look at. <laughs> you know, we're researching how we could get bleach inside the lungs. We're thinking. Jess May Peluso, Sharp Tongue Podcast. We'd say, <laughs> she could uh, maybe, you know, they're blowing it. The Chinese in Wuhan, they're blowing boofing. They're boofing the antibodies. Let's get boofing. I'm just saying. Cuomo wants no rimming. I'm saying, let's <laughs> boo. <laughs> oh, so my face hurts. <laughs> so I'm so stoned. <laughs> you said they're boofing the antibodies. <laughs> they're boofing antibodies. Pensy here, he's going to the Mayo Clinic and he's going to be boofing antibodies into he's, all the truth. He's going to the Mayo Clinic and I don't know what's there. Tuna on rye? Do they put mayo on it? What mayo kind of clinic is it? Great clinic only for white people who don't like spice. They're just there <laughs> for mayo. I love mayo. Put it on. The Mayo Clinic's great. I love burgers, french fries, as I call them, freedom fries. <laughs> <laughs> you did such a spot on donald trump i don't know why i i it's because uh, <laughs> you're I'm, high it's no it's true it, it partially that but also it's because i'm like you know like a, just a slight upbringing path away from becoming him like he's just fucking queen's trash that got money i'm long island trash that still hasn't gotten money <laughs> and i gotten a bunch of money for like my parents been fucking mega wealthy you might have me on your podcast gone jess let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, also, my dad, oh, my dad, uh, he is now dead, uh, you know, DDC DDD. for life. Yeah, for life. <laughs> From here on out. Yeah. No way out of the club. Uh, <laughs> yeah, only one way out, the way our dad's left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to. <laughs> we both just start crying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. Time to fucking hold 12 iPhones in my brain to accelerate this cancer. Um, <laughs> but uh, my dad kind of sounded like Trump. Uh, he would always be like, but he had like, he had like that weird Long Island trash accent on top of like nasal something. Jody, cleat your room. That's what he sounded like. Jody did. Jody, what the fuck are you doing out here? Go to bed. It's so loud out here. So that's, it's pretty easy to jump from that to uh, Trump. What did he do for work? My dad, uh, he was he worked in TV actually. He was a grip for the news. What? In in, in the city, yeah. Uh, Fox Five, uh, Channel Five News. My dad was one of the like electrician grips for the ten o'clock news. So he worked. My dad and my mom was a nurse. So my parents had fucking crazy hours my whole life. Like they worked on Saturdays and Sundays. Like nobody else's parents worked on Saturdays and Sundays. But we would be like, me and my brothers would be like, well, it's Saturday. Mom's gone. Dad's gone. We're here for nine hours. What do you want to do? I'm ten. You're eight, and he's four. <laughs> let's just go fucking ape shit. It's like, all right, well, let's go in the yard and hit each other with sticks for uh, until we can order pizza. <laughs> you guys would be all alone. Yeah, well, I mean, we like, met each other, but still. Yeah, 
we had each other. It was a different time. And then also like we had grandparents like that would be there some days, but like by the time I was like in sixth grade, like, I mean, even younger, it really started by the time in sixth grade, taking care of my brothers after school, not like, and taking care of doesn't, doesn't mean like I'm cooking and shit. It means I'm like, we're all just fucking around, but just there's no parent. We were like feral children. Like <laughs> we would be home alone for such swaths of time that we would get up into such insane, insane shit where my mom would be like, what the hell happened while I was at work? We'd be like, well, we dug a huge hole. We put the youngest brother in it inside a hamper. And then, uh, I don't know. We watched him from inside the house for like an hour. So you can get out. <laughs> You're like, Oh, why is your, why is your brother's face all scraped? And it was all like experiments on the youngest brother. It'd be like, why is your brother's face all scraped up? It's like, Oh, we put him in a laundry hamper. Uh, we put him in a laundry basket to see how fast we can get him going down the carpeted stairs. And head over head. <laughs> you My remember that was- as a kid? <laughs> I used to love that. Dude, we used to do it without a lawn, without the basket. If you like kind of tucked your butt cheeks and used your hands a little bit, you could straight up slide down carpeted stairs on your ass. You know that move? Like that's a boy move, girls. We use blankets and like, you know, our stuffed animals. We weren't we weren't going bare, we weren't bare ass in it. Yeah, bare we were back. raw dog. <laughs> Me and my brother. Are, I used to raw, raw dog, dog stairs. <laughs> I'm out here raw dog in these stairs. <laughs> are any of your brothers gay? No, we're all straight. Uh, wow i mean for now yeah we'll see what happens i mean yeah i mean quarantine's getting the best of me i've been living with a woman i'm ready to try something new (laughs) you guys do you and your wife normally spend a lot of time together or is this a change in the relationship dynamic this is the most amount of time we've spent together in the 17 years that we've been dating (laughs) what 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 have you learned (laughs) we've learned that we're uh we're both very laid back about each other's insanity but it does eventually get to us. <laughs> <laughs> both parties are, we're both very cool and very, but like we really don't, she's always worked full time. I've always had the house to myself and we both traveled for work a bunch separately. So we were always rotating who was home and shit like that. And it was really like <laughs> one of the reasons our marriage worked so well is that we weren't doing but now we've been like 40 straight days together or whatever it is, 40 plus. And it's the, mo- we, we, I have, we have an apartment that has, I have an office in it, like a studio. So we, I spend the day here. She spends the day in the other half. And then like around 5 PM, we run into each other in the kitchen and shit. And then at around 5, 6 PM, we like meet up and we're like, how was your day? <laughs> like We kind of still try to give me, cause she has to work anyway. And I'm, supposed to be doing something in here instead of just getting baked with fucking jessamine <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. is this live by the way i would so- tell you can you imagine <laughs> I, yeah, well, I just gonna- realized i put the sunglasses on because i was like wait video is this like streaming or something because my eyes are like i didn't brush my teeth or like wash my face this morning you have a very like native american viking vibe Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a little tan because I've been doing a lot of shirtless driveway blazing. And, uh, <laughs> God, your neighbors must love that. Oh, my fucking neighbors hate me. You know, I live in an apartment complex and we share a driveway with the apartment complex next to us. So it's 21 other apartments share this driveway and I'm smoking weed shirtless or like doing kettlebell swings and goblet squats out there with no shirt on just pumping fucking npr podcasts and cranking out fucking dumbbells uh making everyone in my building hate me but i'm so i'm so aggressively charming uh that i think people like uh, people come out and i'm like i'm like the mayor i've been living here for eight years doing this so it's not like i started a new behavior in no. the quarantine right. so they already kind of hated me but now it's like i'm like the fucking lightning rod because anyone who step anyone of my because because it's an apartment complex a lot of people who live alone they just step out and they're like hi <laughs> they just start talking right. to me and I'm like oh you're going ape shit inside there <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> but so like me and tiff will be out there like at happy hour having a cocktail and i'll be smoking or whatever and then all of a sudden by the time our happy hour is over there's like 11 neighbors all standing six feet apart from each other drinking going like isn't this fucking crazy i got furloughed today like everyone trying to keep smiles but it's all like this is a fucking <laughs> insanity right it feels like a like uh a natural disaster movie where we're all like out in the driveway constantly engaged with each other. It does feel like that. It's really strange. And like, I, I, I just did Rogan yesterday and we were talking about, you know, 
it was a lot of fun. We were talking about like the, I don't know, after all this, if we're going to have a road to go back to right away, not, people uh, are going to want to just go from hanging uh, out in their front yard okay. six feet apart to being seated next to each other in a comedy club. I think that's going to be the last thing that they allow to happen again, like legally. And then on top of that, I think that's going to be, unfortunately for us, like live performance and movie theaters and events like that shit that you can watch uh, from your house or listen to from your house, I think is going to have like, even once it's legal again, is going to have like a real uh, long curve to rebuild. But as some like there's a reason live music and live comedy still sells in an age where you can watch any one of your favorite comics you or you can listen to most of them have thousands of hours of podcast recordings but people still go see fucking jessime live it's because live art fucking rules there's it a rules. reason music people still go to museum like there's a reason why art live is something special and we'll get back around to it no matter how good zoom or virtual reality or podcast audio gets people will still eventually be like dude let's go see fucking tame and paula live or whatever you know what i mean like yeah. it's still like a, a live thing is alive i mean the perfect example is in 2020 2019 pre-covid times people go to see live podcasts yeah 200 people sit in a room to to what to the to something that will be in their pocket ten days from now. It is and wild. I don't judge people for that because there is an energy there, and that energy is uh, undeniable. So we'll always have it, is what I'm saying. It's like no matter how good tech gets, people are still gonna want to fucking pile into the back of a bar to see uh, some comic pop. You know. I think so too. It's one of the oldest art forms. I mean, you go back to like Shakespeare and things like that like it's existed for so so long and even you know gladiator sports were a form of theater yeah, a yeah. barbaric one but i mean i guess the ev the evolved version of gladiator sports these days is brian callen and crystalia on stage <laughs> together <laughs> yeah you know you know comedy is interesting when those are the two most badass alpha dudes that we can find in comedy <laughs> I love their relationship so much. It it's makes so me laugh. fucking funny. Those guys are fucking hysterical about everything. Um, <laughs> that's uh, it's true because like sports is sort of like our gladiator combat kind of in a way now. And that drop your joint. Uh, no, my dick fell off. I think I, I think I gotta switch to indica. <laughs> I think sativa makes my dick fall off. It does. Now, it's a side effect. I'm, I'm like you, babe. I'm like going through old, like, I'm like, oh, shit, I have a Pax Era with an unused vape cartridge. It's like, Dude. well, let's fucking start. I I found the charger for. I'm going to show you the weed I got while you're Holy doing shit. I, wait, hold up the cup you were just drinking oh, out of. Oh, shit. Okay? Everything's falling over. Sorry, everybody. Wait, I'm hold stoked. up that cup you were just drinking out of. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> nerds, mason jars. We're cute. That's so cute. Look at all my weed. Holy shit. I Is wish I could. Good? You have a good stash going. I've got a really good stash. My people at Absolute Extracts got me lifted. They've got this really cool new green called the Farmer and the Felon. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, and it supports the Last Prisoner Project. It's, it, it, it does. It supports the Last Prisoner Project, which is a project that is... Um, campaigning and working on getting people out of jail yeah my 420 episode uh i donated all the uh ad proceeds i donated 420 dollars uh, uh in, in the name of all the guests because uh they're doing great work especially in a time now where cannabis is being deemed essential where it's legal but and prisoners and prisons are like pandemic accelerators it's like get the fucking weed people out of there get them out they could drop right into jobs in a very busy uh, business sector. And also the amount of taxes that are, um, you know, created from just the sales alone is, it's astounding. The amount know? of taxes I pay on weed alone should be enough to fucking uh, take care of all the potholes in my neighborhood. <laughs> it really should. And also get all the school's pencils, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Can we fill the holes, like the educational and potholes that exist in the world with just this, this that you can fucking grow in a yard? It's, it's just crazy. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we're all, if we're going to get it right. 
I really yeah, I'm don't. Sure. I'm not positive. No, I, I don't have. I don't have the utmost confidence in uh, government to begin with, and then in a government that seems like it's even more self-serving than any other previous uh, situation. Still Scra- bailing banks out and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, please, Shake, someone save Shake Shack. <laughs> but I mean. Do you think Shake Shack gave the money back because they were like, oh, we're about to get demonized by the public? Or was it a was it a move of moral? No, it was it was clearly their feet being held to the fire. Uh, mm. And arguably, who knows? Maybe I don't know. I don't fully understand. <laughs> I'm sitting here telling you I'm a 38 year old man who works from home in a tank top. <laughs> Would it surprise you to hear? I don't know much about business. <laughs> no. So maybe, I, I, maybe the whatchamacallit. Uh, <laughs> maybe Shake Shack that with that money would keep employees being paid or keep health insurance going. I don't know, but maybe it seems like a lot. Uh, I'm, not, I'm less concerned about Shake Shack's closing than like the mom and pop restaurants around Los Angeles. Mom and pop in quotes. I, know. I don't know what that fucking means. We, we don't want, we don't want like pure corporate food. We don't want to consume all corporate food. Then it gets a little dicey. It gets yeah. a little dicey once you start consuming food that is owned by corporations, which essentially are owned by people who are running bigger corporations. Like it gets too much of a like a, a food monopoly at that point. Yeah. It's it like just you're keeps not even eating up. food. It's chemicals. <laughs> it's chemicals that are created by people who own companies who supply the chemicals. Like it's all all those fucking there's like four or five rich white guys, sorry, that kind of are the evil doers of everything. And then it just trickles down into all of the other. Yeah. It's like gas. It's like craft Valdez, like Google. <laughs> and it's just like, wait, what? <laughs> everyone sick, dude. <laughs> oh, that's great. So everyone's a fucking criminal all the way to the top. Love to hear. Yeah, we like, love cool. this that's why this How- needs to be legal everywhere. So we can just say, fuck it. Sit in our front yard and our flip flops with our wife, six feet away from our neighbors doing squat thrusts fuck yeah dude (laughs) do you guys don't have kids right no thank god can you imagine people dealing with that uh yeah we because we've been we're not positive if we want to have kids we're pretty sure we don't and this quarantine sort of like locked it up if you will (laughs) we're like you know what babe I must say, not too positive about this whole quarantine thing. <laughs> but do you ever think about aging and getting older and having, you know, that your own tribe? Uh, yeah, that comes up. Or like, what do you do when you're dying and you're 75 and you have no kids? Like, what does that feel like? You know, <laughs> it's really sad. Like, that's the one thing that sort of moved my internal clock meter a little bit when my dad was in the hospital and I saw how many elderly people were alone and it just on a selfish level nobody wants to die like that right right uh I'm just you gotta make young friends (laughs) (laughs) yeah because having a kid seems also crazy and for so many reasons now too like I mean I'm 40 I don't like (laughs) I just got out of like student loan debt I don't know if I can like (laughs) That's not all your fault. It's you're also the system is broken when it yeah, comes and to I, and I choose to live in the most like expensive cities in America. So it's like partially it's you know it's definitely you know some decision making faults here. Yeah, yeah, I, I can I can understand that for sure. You know, I've lived in the most expensive cities as well, and but it, it's also the industry we're in. We have to right. sort of go to New York and to L.A. and places where we can swim in the river every fucking day to survive. <laughs> yeah, I just hold your head under the fucking river and uh, hope for the best. <laughs> what what um I know you're a part of the DDC and w- how did your dad pass away? I don't know if I know the story. Um he died in uh 2011 uh from uh brain cancer. He had been fighting it for a while on and off and then uh it just progressed pretty quickly and he had already had one brain surgery that was supposed to buy him a couple of months and ended up buying him like a, a fair amount of time like 12 you know six he like ended up living like 12 months when they uh, or 12 to 18 months when they thought he would only have another couple so that was pretty exciting to find silver linings and all that 
Uh, it was like he died like three months before my wedding, which was just like the craziest part. Uh, yeah. but, like, maybe for the best because he wouldn't have been able to go. He was in hospice for like the last few months. You know what I mean? Like it would have been weird. Yeah, it would have been weird. It probably, uh, you know, logistically would have been difficult. And also emotionally, you know, what, what did you do? Did you do anything to sort of um, have his presence there in some way? Uh, yeah, we we we. Uh, we mentioned him. Uh, we mentioned him in the uh, uh, in the ceremony. But uh, the w- one way we honored him was uh, me and my brothers uh, had never been anywhere outside of the country because my mom, my mom never flew. But towards the end of her, uh, my mom's also a cancer. Well, not also a cancer survivor. She's actually a survivor because she's alive still. Uh, but my mom also had cancer. She survived. She Jesus. Got a new- she got a new lease on life and she's like, let's start flying everywhere. So, but she's afraid to fly. So she can only fly three hours. So we started going from New York to the Bahamas, to Aruba, to Puerto Rico was a blast, but we never been overseas anywhere as a family. My dad, his stepdad is off the boat uh, from Berlin, uh, from Germany, moved here when he was like 18 years old, met my dad's mom. And my dad was culturally German and raised us like culturally German. Cause he didn't know his real dad. So Gabrus is like Polish or whatever, but his real, his stepdad was German. So he, he went with my, with my grandpa to uh, Germany uh, towards the end of my grandpa's life. And they saw his childhood home and they saw the bar he used to hang out in. And he went to the old military oh. base. He said all this crazy shit. So me and my brothers made a pact. So when he passed away, me and my brothers just like fast tracked my bachelor party to, and we went to Oktoberfest in Munich to Germany uh, and it was my, me, my brother, uh, me, both my brothers and three of my best friends. Uh, but it was me and my brothers all our first time leaving the country, like, uh, going to Europe. And we did it like to the one place my dad went. So that's like how we, and then we made a pact that each one of us for our bachelor party has to choose, uh, an outside the country destination so that we make sure we don't like my father who passed away only having traveled outside the country once we, we were going to beat that. So yeah. we have, because my middle brother got married and we went to fucking Amsterdam. He's broke. So we'll see where he chooses for him. It'll be like fucking like <laughs> boss. Like we'll be in like some weird, like who knows what kind of tour. I'll be like, Jason, what is this shit? You're going to be in the place they filmed Hostel. <laughs> so Stone just said. I'm like, this looks familiar. Is this where they shot? And all of a sudden like a fucking snake bites me. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get along great. Um, uh, we had we had our issues. I moved out as soon as I could after college uh, because I didn't like living with him and my mom. It was a hassle, but he instilled a lot of great qualities in me that I now, as an adult, can like look back upon. But I hated it when I was a kid because he was all strict and everything was like super strict about him. And I've obviously since wildly rebelled from all that uh, as soon as I could. But in hindsight, having like a strict upbringing has, I guess, brought give me some positive traits at this point in my life. I don't know. <laughs> How was he strict? Was he like, w- would he like smack you guys around? Yeah. Uh, uh, thousands of rules. Uh, all weirdly are like, we had to call, I had to call him sir until I was like 10. And then uh, I had to answer the phone. Gabriel's residence, Jonathan speaking until I was all the way through high school. And like, we didn't have cell phones. So my friends and girls would call the house and I would have to answer the phone. Gabrus residents, Jonathan speak. And they're like, hi, John, or hi, Gabrus. <laughs> and uh, by, by, cause you said you were raised like culturally German. Is this what you mean? Like a very strict. <laughs> I mean, this is certainly part of it, but also like uh, Jägermeister at holidays and German cheers and uh, lots of alcoholism and light racism. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it, it was it was very very strict. We had to like make our beds every day. We got like I was grounded for such huge chunks of my high school uh, experience. Like uh, it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and what what were his redeeming qualities? Um, he was like super smart uh, and sarcastic and funny and a ball buster. And he taught, he gave me like those skills and also made me like immune to bullying because I was being bullied the hardest at home. So like, <laughs> like 
going in the school like when I was in like a kid I went to like an all black school black and Hispanic school and I was just like this fat little white kid with like a fucking with like hammer pants and a crew neck sweat giant sweatshirt like knockoff made in fucking you know like with giants is spelled wrong and shit and I would just get everyone had starter jackets and I had a fucking apex jacket everyone had Reebok pumps and I had Spalding pumps like all my shit was from like fucking Marshalls and irregular and shit and hey then, like, don't you dare knock Marshalls Marshall's is, Marshall's is great until your mom's like, I heard you wanted a Fila shirt to fit in at school. Well, here's one with like one long sleeve and one short sleeve. Have fun. It's, Fila. Yeah, here's a backwards, here's a shirt where it's printed wrong. So you have a tag on the outside. Deal with it. No one at school is going to make fun of you. Here's that. <laughs> here, your aunt made you a fucking puff paint crew neck with a yin yang on it i dared wear this to school and just be Yo. absolutely roasted by the older uh black and latino kids and i rock <laughs> some puff paint yo i loved puff paint bro bro of course you would be like because that's the best way to get any design you wanted you're like sick i love ninja movies now i have a yin yang sweatshirt <laughs> i think this will help me fit in as i'm a 12 year old in school everyone's like yo you fat white motherfucker what is this shit <laughs> I'm a t- I'm a shirt designer now because I have puff my, paint. My aunt made this for me at the Unitarian Church that she goes to. Like, get the fuck out of here! Oh my god, my whole face is hurt the whole time we've been talking. What are you puffing on now? This is a pod tone vape. <coughs> Shit, I don't know if you've seen these yet, Jessamay. I'll hold no. It sounds great. I have no idea where the camera is pod tones does it make it beep when you uh, hit your dosage no uh it doesn't have that but it's uh can you see the yeah pot no what's the flavor pussy let let me find it oh it's right here sorry i'm so fucking high i can't uh uh, up is the flavor yeah they like they name it like the like uh with the effects so there's up there's fun there's chill and there's dream Where's uh, finger? They should name one finger. <laughs> no, I, that's what fun is. I just cross it off. So in case you smoke it, and then when you when you take a hit of this, Jess, man, I peel it off and go, bad news, you smoked the <laughs> finger one. And you're like, finger you? And I'm like, oh shit, this backfired. <laughs> this back finger. <laughs> Your back is about to be on fire after I boof it with a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> This has got Keith in it. I hope your asshole's ready. <laughs> Best part of waking up is putting Keith in your butt. <laughs> I have been asking everybody because we're all in quarantine. I've been asking all my friends and guests what are a few different ways we can tell our listeners and Patreon subscribers what they can do to thrive in quarantine. Some things oh. maybe you've done or some suggestions, like maybe three things you think people could start to implement maybe for their relationship, maybe for their career, personal, whatever you think. I would like recommend anything that makes you feel like you've completed something, but I also understand how difficult that is in a time like this when your just brain is mostly handling the fucking between light to heavy trauma that is currently happening in the world around you. But if you can set like, I'm a big fan of momentum. So mm-hmm. I think if you do a couple of little things, it gets easier to do more and more things. So I like to set the bar low Ooh. and with shit that and and with shit that would appeal to me. So I do I have like things on my to-do list like pl- uh, set up circus lights in office or set up Christmas lights in office. It's taken me 3 days to do it, which is literally <laughs> plug, plugging something in and putting it across the top. But once I do my office will be a cooler place to hang out in and blaze. That's something I want. So I'm also like, all the skills I'm learning are all like the small, like I'm like, I'm doing Duolingo Spanish every day. Yeah. It's like tiny little things that make me feel like I'm completing shit. And this is specific to me and maybe more specific to fellow freelancers who's had everything dry up at the time. So you're, and you're having a hard time being like, it's hard to write comedy if you're not, you don't have any upcoming gigs or pitches or anything. You know what I mean? It's like, it's hard to crank out new jokes if you don't have a tour coming up or a chance to work them out on stage. But you can find these small little things that make you feel successful or, or small little skill. Here's here's some, here's a small couple example. 
My wife really misses getting massages. Guess what? I've had to start massaging this bitch. Well, <laughs> right? you got you got big man, big strong man hands, so you better. Yeah. So I, I've been learning. I've been doing a lot of uh, feet while we watch TV, uh, which is like uh, good for me because I can get stoned, get distracted, and like kind of like. Uh, mesmerize myself as I'm like, oh, right, I've been rubbing your feet for 20 minutes. She's like, please don't stop. But she gave, I was saying how when this is over, I'm going to get a pedicure. And she was like, I can give you one. And she cut my toenails, shaved my fucking, you know, emery boarded my heels and moisturized my feet for me. And I was like, that's the nicest thing. And she anyone's ever done for me in my entire life. You know what I mean? I'm like, I understand how gross and weird that is. So I appreciate what you did so much. And it's these small things that make us. Oh, and the other thing I've been getting into fucking uh, like skincare. Wait, what? I, <laughs> I, I honestly, you rubbing her sorry. Okay. Yeah. The, the amount of love that your wife has for you. Oh, that she, Emery boarded your fucking callus, your foot callus. You better rub that bitch's feet in quarantine and beyond. Oh, I know, dude. I'm telling you, she fuck. It was Did like, she clean under your nails too? <laughs> no, well, she she got rid of my nails. Yeah, she pushed my wow. cuticles down. She pushed my cuticles down too. Eric, she's a fucking hero. She is uh, a hero. That's all I had to say. Are you kidding me? There was like a fucking Parmesan mountain on the fucking floor <laughs> after she was done. I was like, don't accidentally spill this in the Yorkiette, baby. Oh my God, that's so gross. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but I really, you honestly, though, you've made a really great point too. And this is a behavioral tactic. I don't know if you're even knowing that you're doing that, but you're smart, so maybe you do. Uh, achieving smaller things is a great way to reinforce yourself out of procrastination. So, hell yeah. That's awesome. I'm a, uh, king, I'm a king of that. Here, I'm holding up my insane to-do list. <laughs> a to-do list is great. But if you see it, it has stuff like return Nike shorts or like print <laughs> print return label, mail out. You know what I mean? Like, so that way I have like, it starts to feel good as you check shit off. And then it's like, if you have like fucking uh, buy beard trimmer, uh, you know, trim beard, a manscape, uh, this, 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 all of a sudden you're like, I'm checking shit off when the next thing is like, learn how to roll a joint or like make a blah, blah, blah. It, that check comes in very hot and very easy. It's good to see your progress. What, what's your number two item of choice to uh, help people in quarantine? Something else that you're doing. Um, I, I recommend like deep diving on one of your own hobbies. Like uh, as, a, as a weed smoker, one, one thing I've always wanted was to get a volcano. So as soon as the quarantine hit, $700 tabletop vape. <laughs> and uh, I've been using it and uh, to try, cause I knew my weed consumption was going to go up and I really prefer flour to oil. So I was like, how can I get uh flour uh, vaped healthy? I'm going to be, it's going to be smoking way more. I don't want to have to go out. Uh, cause now my wife's working from home. I can't really just burn Jay's in the house all day. Cause it's like, she has work. That's like unfair. Who so cares? I, but <laughs> I don't want to go out. To, I don't want to go out to the fucking porch every five minutes because I live in an apartment. So I have to interact with people every time I do that. Right. So with the, with the volcano, I could stay in my office. So I've been getting, I've been fucking around all these that inspire him or like read every article about him and then see all the movies that he loved or, uh, people who love him and fought, you know, just expand your own, your horizons of something you already have. I think nostalgia is a big part too. So I've been playing video games with my high school buddies playing the same game we used to play like eight years ago online. We're like, let's just play it again. And it just feels good to be. And Tiff and I have been watching like exclusively eighties and nineties movies. There's something about the nostalgia where there's no technology, no COVID-19, no president who's saying shine lights in each other's buttholes. So like you feel like it feels good to watch those nostalgia pieces as well. <laughs> didn't Tom Brady like burn have to go to a lot? Didn't he like get yeah, burns he, on his perineum from doing that? He burned Giselle Bedungeon's pussy hole with opening his eyes because pure UV light comes out of Tom Brady's eyes and his dick hole. That's a fact. That's Everyone what happens. That. That's what happens if you don't eat nightshades. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so how about one last thing for the relationship to keep it 
uh, a spicy or surviving in this time? Ooh, that's good. That's good. Uh, I say, like, again, not to go back to to-do lists, but have a conversation with your partner and be like, hey, what shit we've always talked about doing but, like, always felt, like, weird or not the right time? Let's fucking make it happen. And and if that means, like, let's make an epic tray of nachos together or it means let's try pegging, like, whatever, whichever it is, it's like, now's the time. Like, let's try, you know, we've always wanted a standing 69. Let's go for that. You know what Ooh. I mean? Let's go. Yeah. Uh, ex- I find uh, exercising together, going on a long walk, something that where you're like, it's two birds, one stone. Uh, like, uh, if you have the privilege, like you don't have kids or whatever, and you and your partner can just go out for a long walk, that's something that's nice because it's like both get you outside, get your vitamin D, get you walking, and kind of forces you to not be on your phones or screens for an hour with each other. Absolutely. Um, where are like a lot of very like very forward uh, conversations where I'll be like, I'm kind of just going to blow off for the next three hours. Let me know if you need anything, but I'm going to just be reading in my office, like AKA, like. Uh, give me some alone time. Let me know if uh, you need my help with anything. And same yeah. with her. She's kind of like, I'm sort of busy. And then I- I'm going to just talk to my friend later on the phone. And I go, got it. You know, like we're very forward about that. I'll be like, I'm doing a podcast tonight. So can you find something to do? You know what I mean? Like we're feeling good about leaving each other alone. Yeah, that's and good. It's just dialogue, really. I think you have some uh, new suggestions. There's been a couple um, people who've been mentioning like getting things done, but I think your point of smaller achievements will provide a a more momentum towards anything you want to do and grouping that in with learning something. Cause you're also in your small achievements. You said you're doing Duolingo, which is dope. I have that too. And I forgot that I had it. I'm gonna start using it now. Um, I'm doing Duolingo. I've been trying to meditate and let me show you something else. Oh God. Is it going to be your butthole? That is bleached. Please let it be your bleached butthole. He's going into his closet. What the fuck? Yeah, that's right. These are Filipino fighting sticks. (laughs) Holy. Oh God. Something broke. These are technically padded because uh, these are my training ones. And here in the office, I will get stoned and I'll put on YouTube tutorials on uh, a screma, which is Filipino stick fighting. And I will uh, practice. (laughs) This is the biggest difference between a lot of people like you, you, you say you're not doing anything, but you got fucking Filipino fighting sticks. Yeah, but uh, you articulate to my wife how me learning Filipino fighting sticks is going to help us purchase a home and have a stable future. That's true. <laughs> That's where I run into some things. Oh, you mean when I haven't returned the treatment that Comedy Central asked me for? Like, <laughs> That's very true. But I've mastered the six-way strike. <laughs> like, I'm running into some problems here. <laughs> well, I mean, you did mention to have a, a to-do list with your loved one as well. And I think those are fucking great ideas. I, I think you and I should do one more blast off before we leave here. And do you want to tell my my friends and fans where oh, they can find funny. you? Where can they find you? Um, this is for your fans only. Your friends can go fuck themselves. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm at Gabriel. I'm at Gabriel on all social media. My podcast is called. I have two podcasts called. One's called High and Mighty, and the other is called Action Boys. Action Boys is a Patreon podcast about action movies. Um, we have a bunch of episodes. I understand it costs money, but. If you go to the, our page at actionboys.biz, we have like six episodes listed for free. Find out if that's your thing. That's nice. That's nice. And I'll be on High and Mighty at some point when we get our shit together. At some point in the near future. Possibly uh, not next week's episode, but uh, the week after. Well, I'll, I'll put it on my to-do list. <laughs> you better, babe. John um, Gabris, this has been a delight. Get back to rubbing your wife's feet, flipping your stick. <coughs> And pulling your nuts out in your front yard for your neighbor's viewing pleasure. Flip my stick, rub my feet, and fucking tug my nuts. You got it. You heard Jessime, baby. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for having me on. Uh, talk soon. Hopefully our podcast will sell. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> bye. Well, bye. Bye. Bye.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.